Recently, Bookmark stopped by the Catholic Marketing Network and got a chance to catch up with various authors in attendance. We hope you enjoy this interview. And stopping by here at EWTN Bookmark's location at the Catholic Marketing Network is Dr. Joe Mackerlier, and you're with Marion Press, Marian right? Marion Press. Great. Pleasure right. to be here. Right. So what's your doctorate in? History. Okay. So how'd you get into publishing out of history? Well, actually, my specialty from a doctorate was the history of publishing oh. and reading habits. So I was well into the genre, if you like, right. and did a stint as director of communications at the Diocese of Bridgeport, okay. Connecticut, under then Bishop Egan before he went to, went to New, York, New right. York, and then now Archbishop Laurie before he went oh. to Baltimore. Oh, okay. And um, have always been involved with people and communicating right. and books. and. Have you written any books yourself? I have. I've published four books. Okay. And what, what kind of topics do you usually write about? <clears throat> I write about um, publishing houses. Um, I also wrote a book about Jack London, mm -hmm. American author. Sure. My most recent book was a biography of a kind of Renaissance man journalist called Sir Harry Perry Robinson, mm -hmm. whose claim to fame was he had the worldwide scoop in 1923, he covered the opening of King Tut's tomb, okay. which is celebrating 100 years this year. Right, that's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, how did you, when did you first come to work at Marion Press? About 18 months ago. Okay, so you're fairly new there in, in, a, in, in church time. That's fairly new, right? It is. So how many books does Marion Press usually publish every year? We usually publish about 10 to 12. Mm -hmm. And we pride ourselves on variety. Mm. We have books by Mary. It's not just Greece. all on Divine Mercy? Well, everything kind of touches somewhat on Divine Mercy and on Mary. Right. But we have scholarly books. We have more um, popular books. Mm -hmm. We have memoirs. We have travel. We have practical right. books. So, uh, What's the favorite book that you've published in the 18 months you've been there? I would have to say it's Peggy Stanton. Okay. We've we published two books right. by her now. Right. I had great pleasure speaking with her about the first one, The White House to the White Cross. Yep. That was a wonderful interview. But she also mentioned, and we'll roll into that, that, that there was another book, uh, The Order of Malta's Minutes with the Catechism, which we talked a little bit about the show, but people would be very familiar with if they listened to EWTN Radio. Very much so. Um, it's been very popular over many, many right. years. And, of course, it's safe to say that the catechism is finally having its, its moment. Mm -hmm. Lots of people are doing things on the catechism. Um, yeah, there's some social media outreaches on that that people can tie into through apps, correct. et cetera. Right? The nice thing about Peggy's book is that it's a good kind of gateway. The catechism, I recommend all the time to people, but it's a big right. book, right. and it's, it's intimidating. Um, Peggy, through these short one-minute scripts that we've published, right walks you through. Right. Um, we have probably the longest table of contents in the history of uh, <laughs> publishing, but that's deliberate so that people right. can use it as a reference or they can, you know, jump in and out as, as they wish. So let me ask you, you, you publish these two books by, by Peggy, uh, neither one of them directly related to Divine Mercy, which seem like it's a little outside of your sphere. Was that your decision? Uh, not so much my decision, but it's all about the new evangelization. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we're inspired by our two great saints, St. Faustina and her diary, and of course the great Mercy Pope, right. Pope John Paul II. So within the umbrella of evangelization, there are lots of entry points. Um, certainly um, the catechism is about, you know, right. extending the faith, explaining the faith. Right. Um, Peggy's memoir touches very directly on her experience with, right. with Divine Mercy. Right. So, I mean, Divine Mercy is, really right. covers every 
um, conceivable right. sort of book and, and genre. No, absolutely. And of course, Peggy's story of having incredibly positive, you know, renowned success in the media, right. uh, you know, and then to see how her life turned out from That's a spiritual right. sense, it's important for young people especially to see who sometimes spend their lives getting caught up with being famous, right? Very much so, because she was famous and right. then you know, turned her life around. Right. I also love, she has probably the best opening line of a book I've come across where she says, I was born nosy and then I learned you could get paid for it. Right, right. She, <laughs> she, she, she learned how to channel it. Uh, speaking of channeling, there's another book here by Maria Gallagher called Mercy's Power, Inspiration to Serve the Gospel of Life. A little more focused directly on the, the Marians. Tell us about this book. <clears throat> Very timely book, as it's the first anniversary of the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Right, that's true. Maria Gallagher is a pro-life advocate. She works in the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Foundation. She's a wonderful writer in that she's very approachable. She's a working mom. Um, she had a lot of people inquire to her after Roe v. Wade overturned, what now? Right. What, what do we do now? And as you know, now it's turned over to the states. Right. Her belief was we have to build a culture, build up the culture of life. And it starts you know, at home, whether you're a single person, married, or with kids. How do you spiritually right. focus yourself on the culture of life? And how do you look for opportunities right. to be an advocate? She says um, her advice for women in particular is to be the, take the best of Martha and Mary. Mm -hmm. So be attentive to the word of God, but also seek to right. be hospitable to those who may not agree with you. Right. And it's a very easy to read, practical book with um, Right. questions and thoughts for discussion right. after. I highly recommend it. Right. Now, you, you're in the Northeast. I don't know if you, if you grew, did you grow up in the Northeast? I did. Well, no, well I did. so did I. So, in a, very Catholic in many ways, but when it comes to things like abortion and that, Terrible. it's a very pro-abortion area. Very. It's, it seems incredibly counterintuitive, especially if you even think about Maryland, which, which started as a Catholic colony, effectively. Exactly. Uh, why do you think so many people who come out of what would have been a Catholic culture in the 50s and the 60s, certainly into the 70s, would, would be lost on the abortion issue. In your mind. I think it really starts in the home with, with the family, um, how, you were, how you were brought up. Um, if your parents set a good example and if you really made that mm -hmm. part of your life, we've certainly seen the breakdown of the family. We've seen the pervasive secular culture. That's used as an excuse right. a lot too. Um, that people, you know, just kind of go go with the flow. Right. It's a constant battle, and you just have to have to persevere to keep at it. Right, and especially if you look at it in the idea of divine mercy. I mean, that that is this perfect opening for people who maybe made mistakes early on. Right. To realize there's a loving Lord waiting to embrace them. Very much so. You know, and, Very and maybe so. take some of that pain away that they've sublimated. Right. Right, Very exactly. Much. And remember when you vote. Yeah. I right. mean, the only way to change the, the states, particularly in New England, is, is right. at the ballot box. Right, yeah, absolutely. Another book uh, by our good friend, Father Don Calloway, Daily Wisdom on the Blessed Sacrament, Eucharistic Gems. So was this Father Don's idea? Was this something you approached him about or what? Father Don's idea, it's the fourth book in what we call the Gems series. It's an entry for every day of the year. Mm -hmm and thinking of the National Eucharistic Revival right. underway, this is a perfect companion mm -hmm. for you. Here are 366 entries, we mm -hmm. include leap year, 
um, from saints, from blesseds, from venerables, right. all talking about the importance of the Eucharist. And what we wanted to do is that the revival will come and go, but we wanted people to have a companion as they take up the habit of Eucharistic adoration, as they focus more profoundly on you know, what's in the tabernacle, what's happening right. at Mass. And there's a, there's a terrific variety in there. Some of the people you may never have heard of, but all you know, on a singular focus on what is the source and summit of our faith. Now, we're having this Eucharistic Congress and, and those things and a, a revival. Have you seen in selling books and dealing with people uh, that there is a greater interest in Eucharistic adoration and in better understanding the Eucharist as a Catholic? Very much so. And that, that certainly drives our, our publishing efforts. Um, our team, led by Father Chris Alar right. and our sure. EWTN show, does a wonderful Divine show Mercy, for us every week. <clears throat> right. Always kind of brings us back, right. Right. back to the Eucharist. I mean, without the Eucharist, we're just another storefront church, right. Right. and you know, we are really committed to reminding Catholics about this tremendous gift that that we have in the church. Right. So we talked about a couple of books. Are there any others uh, that either you'd like to talk about that maybe you're showing at the show or that maybe you have in the works? Well, there's, there's two. One, we have a travel book called The Way of Mercy, um, Pilgrimage to Catholic Poland by Stephen Vince. Right, it just him. won the Catholic Media Association Award for, for pilgrimage book. Um, everyone's emerging out of the, the pandemic mm. and whether you're able to travel or just whether you're in an armchair, I mean, Poland is the land of vibrant right. faith, which produced so many saints. It's beautifully illustrated, um, pictures taken by, by the author. Yeah, we just finished uh, shooting a pilgrimage for Father Mitch as a program that's going to air probably sometime later this year, early next year. Oh, that's wonderful, yeah, wonderful. Excited about that. What else? Mention Father Don Calloway, we're about to publish. He, of course, had Consecration of St. Joseph, which mm -hmm. became a worldwide oh, that was a phenomenon thanks to the year of St. Joseph. Right, right. Um, we're just about to publish the graphic novel version of okay. it called The Chaste Heart of St. Joseph, which um, we illustrated by Sam Estrada mm -hmm. and trying to reach another audience. Uh, we're calling St. Joseph the ultimate superhero, right. which I think he Very would good. be for young people. Very good. Well, it's a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, Dr. Doug. Joel McAleer. Uh, our best to all of our friends at the MICs up there in Stockbridge. Thank you so much. To get a copy of the materials mentioned on this episode of EWTN Bookmark, log on to our web store, EWTNRC.com, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, or call 1-800-854-6316.